G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. And this, their power and how wide they would spread. He was, Daniel was phenomenal as far as prophecy was concerned, but we kind of need just a little bit of, of background before we jump into Daniel 9. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. been learning about the person of Christ, about the necessity of his miraculous conception and the very meaning and intention of his name. Isaiah wasn't the only prophet to speak of the coming of the Messiah, the Mashiach. Daniel, the prophet, also had a lot to say about his coming as well. When I started researching about this series on the Messiah, because this is actually within Foundations, uh, we've embarked on a series for about the Mashiach, the Messiah. Um, it's actually a very long series, this one. But I started on this because if you look through history, there's been many messiahs, uh, Jewish messiahs as well, lots of different messiahs. And in, depending on what the criteria is for the messiah, you can you can end up with the wrong one if mm. you've got the wrong criteria. So I really wanted to look at all the criteria for the Jewish Mashiach to see who we're going to f- you know, conclude is yeah. the fulfillment of that. So that's what we're in at the moment, this uh, series on Mashiach. And you're right, Daniel did talk a lot about um, and prophesy about the Messiah. So I want to look um, just a little bit at the word for what well, we call Jesus, Jesus Christ, and the word Christ is the Greek word, which means the anointed one. It's kind of like um, uh, the the Greek equivalent of the Jewish word for or of Messiah, which is Mashiach. Mm-hmm. So Mashiach, the Messiah, is the anointed one, as Christ is the anointed one. It's not his last name, yeah, <laughs> as some right. people think. And right from Genesis, you start to get glimpses of who the Messiah is, just a little bit here and a little bit there, and mm. we learn a bit more about him. Then we get to Daniel, um, Daniel chapter 9, actually, and we actually learn quite a bit about him, specifically of when this mess, this Messiah, this Mashiach is supposed to arrive. And I started reading an article by Arnold, Dr. Arnold G. Fruchtenbaum, which is a very exciting name. <laughs> and he published an article at the website oneforisrael.org. And I thoroughly recommend this website. It's really, really great. It's a messianic. And uh, Dr. Fruchtenbaum is actually a messianic Jew as well. And he was explaining how um, accurate Daniel's prophecies are. When he prophesied about the future, he was phenomenally accurate. Mm, that's right. Well, I mean, he and he wasn't just talking about the Messiah. Like he spoke no. about, you know, history. I guess the history of the world. You know, the yeah. uh, Medo-Persian Empire, the Greeks, the Romans, all these different empires that were going to rise and fall. And he predicted all that. Yeah, you know, that was still future history at that In point. Incredible detail, mm. even about how fast or and or how slow they would rise and fall, and and this, their power and how wide they would spread. He was Daniel was phenomenal. Um, as far as prophecy was concerned. But we kind of need just a little bit of, of background before we jump into Daniel 9. 
Daniel was, um, we, what we know is he was studying scripture. Uh, we know he was studying the book of Jeremiah. This was probably around about 66 or 67 years into the Babylonian captivity. Um, and this was in the first year of King Darius. So that was 539 BC. And he realized that the 70 years that had been allocated um, for this judgment or this exile, which God had said in Jeremiah, that it was almost up. This 70 years was almost up. And um, he, he was reading other books as well because it says, it says that he was reading different scrolls, but specifically Jeremiah. The other thing, too, is that all of the other prophetic books point out that Israel as a nation was going to have to repent. She was going to have to confess her sins bef- to God to bring in this uh, kingdom of the Messiah. And then that would be established. And so, uh, again, as the Jews were taken into captivity into Babylon, that was in 605 BC. But there was actually three deportations. Mm, Okay, so, you know, 70 years, was it from the first deportation, the second or the third? Okay, there's lots of conjecture. But it was 70 years, whichever way you, you look at it. Okay, so uh, that brings them to the year 536 BC. Okay, if you if you count that the exile was from the first deportation, I just got to tell you up front, there's a lot of numbers here, <laughs> and that kind of makes my my brain go foggy. Mm. Uh, you're a numbers guy, well, so that's I'm, right. so I'm relying my brain on you here, comes Robert. Alive when I hear the numbers, so this is actually good. We're a, we're a good team. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is great. All righty, so. Uh, so what Daniel did was he started to pray. He mm. knew the 70 years was almost up, so he started to pray, praying earnestly, repenting on behalf of his people, weeping and crying that God would be merciful. Confession of sin was mm. you know, really paramount. If you read his prayer, it's really quite emotional. Yeah. And it's a great response, isn't it? Because, I mean, the natural thing to do, I guess, could say would be to say, oh, well, great, we're almost time's up. You could just sort of rest on your laurels and go, well, I've only got a couple of years to wait. But his response was perfect, wasn't it? That he yeah. went into that time of intercession yeah. and repentance. Well, you'd think, yeah, it's time to plan the party. We're going home. But no, he got on his face and he was weeping and confession of sin and praying on behalf of his people. And then mid-prayer, he gets a guest. Mm. Do you know who it was? It was a very angelic being named Gabriel, which uh, would have been a pretty scary. I mean, whenever you see angels in the Bible, it's always a pretty scary encounter. And typically their first words are, do not fear. (laughs) For good reason. I think sometimes we in the modern church can be a little bit flippant when it comes to angelic beings. Again, because... If we're really, really true, none of us have ever seen one, really. Mm. And we tend to think that we can be quite flippant with them. But these are holy beings, yeah. messengers from God's throne. And uh, people were always very reverential around them. So a question that you could ask, though, is what was Gabriel even doing there in the middle of Daniel's prayer? Well, a couple of things. First of all, Gabriel came to to correct Daniel because he had a bit of a, a misunderstanding with regard to the Messianic kingdom, you can find this in the conversation that he has with Gabriel. So he wants to correct a misunderstanding about when the Messianic kingdom was going to be established and two, to reveal God's timeline for the Mashiach. Now, this mm. is huge. That's right. Well, yeah. it's, it's pretty exciting. And this is uh, there's a verse in Daniel 9.24. The first part of the verse says, 70 weeks have been decreed for your people and your holy city. So there's a specific time frame given by yeah. Gabriel. 
Now, because numbers are not my thing, I really relied a lot on uh, Dr. Fruchtenbaum to explain what this meant by weeks. Because I think weeks, I think seven days, mm-hmm. but it's actually more than that. So well, let me quote him because he's he knows better than I do. He said, most Jews know that the Hebrew for weeks, because of the observance of the Feast of Weeks, which is Shavuot or Pentecost, uh, that the Hebrew word is Shavuot. However, the word that appears in the Hebrew in the text of Daniel 9 is Shavuim, which means sevens. And the word refers to a seven of, of anything. In, and the context here determines the content of the seven. So here it's obvious that Daniel had been thinking in terms of years, the 70 years specifically of their captivity. Daniel had assumed that the captivity would end after 70 years and that the kingdom would then be established after that 70 years. But Gabriel was using like a play on words in the Hebrew text, pointing out that insofar as Mashiach's kingdom was concerned, it was not 70 years, but 77s of Mm. years, which is a total of 490 years, like 70 times 7. Yeah, right. And that's how Dr. Fruchtenbaum explains that, which helped me enormously, I've got to say. So that basically means there's a period of 490 years that have has been decreed over the Jewish people and over the city of Jerusalem. Now, that word translated as decreed is kathak, not kathunk, <laughs> kathak, uh, and it literally means to cut off or determine. So when you read Daniel uh, chapters 2 and 7 and 8 and you read about the future of the world, the Gentile domination over the Jewish people, it's its often referred to as the time of the Gentiles, mm. right? But God just revealed to Daniel, and this is amazing, that there would be a determinate period of time, 490 years, and that 490 years was going to accomplish the final restoration of Israel and the beginning of the kingdom of Mashiach, Mm. 490 years. That is really a specific time frame. Absolutely. We'll find out next time when that starting point is because it's not quite so easy to nail down. Mm. We'll we'll give it a shot. Well, pretty significant to uh, get a handle on what the beginning and the end, of course, of those 490 years is, and we will continue to explore that on our next program on Foundation. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.